Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hi, guys. Uh, I've got I've got to uh, even before we talk about the red white game on Saturday, I, I wanted to pass this along just just so that in case you missed it, you will be able to help Rick out by making the effort to get this young man to Arkansas. Uh, Georgia defensive tackle Bear Alexander is entering the transfer portal. Rick has been wanting every player, it doesn't matter if they were the 86th man on the roster, if they put their name in the transfer portal, Rick wants them at Arkansas. But now Bear, he was the number 56 ranked prospect in the 2022 class, the number five defensive tackle, and he chose Georgia over nearly every major program in the country. And he's a Big, big man. So it, it is your responsibility, Trey, if you hadn't already taken upon uh, this challenge, your job is to get Bear Alexander uh, from the transfer portal for the Arkansas football Razorbacks. No, it isn't. That is not my oh. job. Oh, it's anybody, not. Anybody listening out there, I would never do something like that. That is... That is complete. That would be so unethical for me to do that. <laughs> do not I know me, it is. Do not put me in that boat. <laughs> I know it is. My job, my job, or our job, I don't really cover recruiting much at 24-7 Hog Sports, is to cover recruiting, not to become part of recruiting. <laughs> I have to sign a code of ethics <laughs> to make All right, sure Trey, we I, don't do I, that. I was only kidding. I was only kidding. All right. Your thoughts, Playing around with your my livelihood here, Randy. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I apologize. Um, what were your impressions from this Saturday from the red-white mm-hmm. scrimmage? Well, it, it was unfortunate. I think a lot of people got scared away because of the, uh, the threat of rain, and obviously it came afterwards and hailed in a lot of areas in northwest Arkansas. I don't think it hailed in Fayetteville, but it, it started raining and looked pretty ominous uh, right after the game. But uh, – Man, we got the sweet spot for the game. I think it was one of the best weather games that we've had for a red and white. So it was unfortunate. Um, I think that, you know, not a lot of people were were present. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, – it went pretty smooth. You know, Isaiah Satania continues to build and really kind of surge at wide receiver. That's your guy, Randy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he uh, – I think he was just a little bit – I don't know if skittish is the right word, but um, just not maybe – not as confident, you know, I guess you come in, maybe you're the smallest wide receiver, you're a little bit light, um, you know, you're a freshman, he didn't enroll early, this is his first spring, uh, and then had that high ankle sprain uh, somewhere around the Alabama game last year, uh, so never really got going, and this spring, I just think that he's he's kind of taking things to another level, like maybe, maybe would be like my most improved guy. Uh, had a really nice t- touchdown catch, I, and I thought it was great. You know, K.J. Jefferson recognized that Lorando Johnson was coming, uh, 
uh, and uh, and that put Antonio Greer uh, singled up with uh, with Satania and, and and KJ hitting perfectly uh, in stride. Jacoby Criswell, I thought looked really good uh, in the spring game, and that was probably as big of an addition as Arkansas got, just because you know we know that KJ. There's times where he gets a little banged up and he has to come out of a game, and he missed two full games last year. And, you know, you just felt that Mississippi State game last year going there. You just very little hope that Arkansas had a chance because you knew the situation they had at quarterback. And I think you feel a lot better that you can put a guy in there who you feel can win a game. And that's kind of what we've been talking about for a while. Uh, you know, Isaac Tesla didn't have a big red-white game, but I think overall his spring has been really, really solid. Um yeah, I'd say those are probably my main takeaways on, on offense and then defense. I, I really like where they are at cornerback right now. I like the young linebackers. Really like where they are at defensive end. Had 10 sacks. They're all touch sacks. There were some of those that, um, you know, they would the quarterbacks probably would have escaped. You know, they're, they're all dual threat guys mostly, so uh, they probably would have, would have pulled away. Uh, but, you know, Landon Jackson, a couple sacks uh, on the day. Um, and he's really coming along. You know, he's got that prototypical size, 6'7", 269. I think when it all shakes out, your starting ends will be Landon Jackson and Trajan Jeffcoat. That's kind of how I see it. And then, you know, you might you might have Deshaun Stewart come in, more third-down situation type stuff. Uh, but still think they need a couple of defensive tackles out of the portal, and we'll see how things go here. Obviously, you mentioned the guy from Georgia. Um, be Definitely one to keep an eye on, you'd think. Uh, but I would say a couple of defensive tackles, a linebacker, or two maybe, but a, a definitely one. A um, couple of safeties, maybe a couple of tight ends too. Uh, you know, if they're going to run 12 personnel, which, you know, they, they did that a lot, uh, then they, they need to probably get a couple of tight ends and, and an offensive lineman also to go. And then, you know, I think they can, they can figure it out from there. So far... Nobody's entered the transfer portal from Arkansas aside from Dax Courtney, uh, which was a bit of a surprise because he had medically retired from football. Uh, all that means he went on medical hardship, so he stayed on scholarship at Arkansas. But it does mean if he ever wanted to return to play football, then he would have to do that somewhere else. And so that's kind of the situation. It looks like he's kind of had a change of heart and wants to give it a go again. And so, so far he's the only guy that's entered the portal. Trey, the only nicks and bruises, Washington uh, suffered one there on the sideline. Armstrong got tangled up in the end zone, but he popped right yeah. back up along with uh, Johnson. Uh, but Emerian Harris, that mm-hmm. uh, that was a little bit of a concern. Uh, he was yeah. there on the medical table with an ice pack. Any update on Emerian Harris? They feel like it's nothing major. I have heard MCL just kind of in the background i don't know that for sure so i'm you know not reporting that necessarily but i will say you know i have i always bring my binoculars to the games uh and i was watching a marion when he was sitting down um and he had a smile on his face and if you think that you have torn your acl you're not smiling you know i mean that's that's a that'd be a tough time it's like a you know torian carter last year uh you know you go through the whole spring and in the very last practice, you know, you tear your ACL. Uh, but he had, you know, he had it iced, and then he had it in the brace. 
So hopefully it's nothing serious. Sometimes you get surprised, but um, usually don't see a smile on a guy's face if he feels like he has an ACL. If you remember, and, and please correct my memory, but this was that situation we see so often now where it becomes a rugby scrum, and there were like four or five linemen who were piling on and trying to push the back forward. And then all of a sudden I saw Emerian fall and hit the ground, and I'm thinking, oh, crud. I mean, yep. that's that's the almost perfect scenario for a lineman if someone's going to land on his leg and mm -hmm. get it in an awkward position. That was the situation. So if it's an MCL, thank goodness. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. nothing minor, but it is minor compared to an ACL. So yeah. that it's would be good It's not a season. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a couple months. It's not a season. Yeah. So, um, but you know, they have those braces on those linemen for a reason because they, right. they can get tangled up like that. And those are obviously there to protect you from getting an ACL. They don't guarantee it, but they, they can help. Um, you know, talking about piling up and, and running back stuff, man, I was scared every single time rocket ran the ball. I was just like, Oh both? man. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have run him any, but I understand I what Sam either. Pittman says with, you know, wanting to scrimmage guys and wanting to hit them, but, you know, you never give a guy who's a second-team guy a chance to move up if you don't scrimmage him in practice, a, a real chance anyway. But with Rocket, I mean, we know what he can do. <laughs> he ran for 1,400 yards last year. I just, especially late, you know, I understand getting him a couple few carries or something, you know, let him take a couple of hits. Uh, but after that, I mean, I'm just hey, he carried I'm some with the out. third team. He carried some with the yes, third offense. He Man. did. Yeah. He he ran with second team against the first team defense some too, yeah, and and had success. Right. Yeah, yeah, he came he came out fine. Running backs need to run. It's okay. They do. Uh, he ran angry. You know how scary it is. I mean, we've seen, I've seen Nile Davis, you know, in a scrimmage. I've seen Jonathan Williams in a scrimmage. You know, go down for the year. Madre and Hill so happened to him all the way yep, back. Yeah, Madre in the Hill. Yeah, sure did. Right. Yep, that's right. Okay, so my mic was off because Randy was trying to keep me from shouting. Mm -hmm. Write that big story on why the Georgia defensive lineman needs to transfer to Arkansas. It's not <laughs> your not job to get him story. here, but write the story. Do something. Plead with him on the do do your social media. Get him here. Whatever it takes. Get him here. Yeah, I, I'm Randy. sure that Sam Pittman is on that. I, I hope he be is. Surprised, he's he's so. a Georgia connection. He, he ought to call the coach yeah. and say, "Look, tell him to come here." Hey, Arkansas has done well um, recruiting Georgia transfers. That's got Latavius right. Brainy last year. That's right. Uh, and this year, obviously, Jaheim Singletary. That's right. And uh, yeah, they they would love a they would love a couple more for sure. Yep. The other one, I know, and I know you've talked about Criswell a lot uh, this spring, but are you not impressed? I know he dropped two snaps, but are you not impressed with Malachi Singleton? Yeah, I like Malachi. I've liked Malachi since he was in high school. You never really know until they get up here. Yeah. But he showed some really good speed. I mean, yes. the only thing, he, I think he had issues holding on to the ball like three times. Um, but sometimes that happens with a young quarterback, especially guys, you know, he's thinking sure. about oh, trying yeah. to razzle-dazzle and do something big and, you know, make a big play. Um, and But, you know, he threw the ball really well, too. I mean, he had some – his first Good. throw was a rollout, um, you know, probably 15 yards downfield completion. Had that yep. nice throw in the end zone. Yeah, uh, the 61 of the end zone. that didn't count. It was right on the button. It was that, 
Tabake, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Put it so, right on the button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's looked good in the spring, and uh, you know, I, I felt when the when you know they were recruiting quarterbacks, and there was a couple of really high-profile guys out there, uh, and then once things kind of you know you could tell things weren't moving forward, he was the guy that I, I really felt like Arkansas could get and and should target, and and they did obviously got him here for a few visits, and it all worked out. But he's yeah, he's a good-looking prospect for sure. Okay, Randy, you can come back now. I've I've made my point about the Georgia lineman coming to Arkansas. Well, I turned my microphone <laughs> off. No, you turned you turned mine off. I didn't want to interfere with your no, moment. No, you you turned mine off because you knew I was screaming <laughs> to get this guy to Arkansas. I don't have control of that today. I, I'm 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 here at Dickie Stevens. I I can't take credit or fault for that either way. Right. Uh, Trey, speaking mm-hmm. of uh, commitments, Arkansas got a big one. I kind of felt yeah. like it was going to happen. Grayson Wilson out of Central Arkansas yeah. Christian. He is the 2025 quarterback. I, I don't know if that uh, will affect Kane Archer, if he's still in the picture or not. Year after that. Oh, is he a yeah. year after that? Yep. Yeah. I thought both of them were he's the a 26. 20. Okay. Suddenly, Arkansas is just producing one major quarterback after, you know, year after year. I mean, you've got, um, you know, Grayson. I mean, obviously, you know them all. And, you know, um, you got one going to Auburn, unfortunately. But, uh yeah, three years. Yeah, Walker White. Uh, three years of you know pretty big time quarterbacks in the state of Arkansas that hold an Arkansas offer. You don't see that very much. I mean, usually it's ever so often you see a you know an Arkansas guy. Who's the last Arkansas quarterback? Who's the last Arkansas? No, no, no. Ty Story, probably. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mallet was from Texas, I guess, huh? Texas he County. played at Texas he High School. I would say right on, the, right on the border. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say if you ask Ryan, he would tell you he's an Arkansan. I mean, his yeah, family's right. from what Lincoln. Hey, his uncle yeah. was from Searcy. And you got Wilson yeah. from Green Greenwood. He was Tyler Wilson. He's yeah, pretty good. good. Yeah, he was. I almost didn't. You know, Houston no. didn't offer him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Ty Story, I believe, is the last one. Really? Come out of Arkansas. I wow. think so. Unless I'm forgetting somebody, I think so. Criswell now. Yeah, Criswell now. Criswell that, yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ty Story was That's the last true. one. Well, Ty Story yeah. left and then came back and got Chad Morris fired. He sure did. <laughs> Quick did his part. <laughs> he we did his we part. We going to talk about that. <laughs> Gentlemen, we've got two callers waiting for Biddy. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. We'll do that. Let's talk with um, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I don't want to suck up too much. Last week you got me in trouble. Didn't sound too good. No, Trey, I'm, I wish you would have stood up for yourself, though, when Sam was talking about there were no athletes in the room. You know, I felt like you should have been like, I'm the greatest athlete in here. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> but seriously, uh, uh, you know what I saw, Trey, and I think you would probably agree, and I, I'm not trying to take a shot at Kendall Browse with this, and I know the room was not as talented as it is now. From, but I think when you start, we all know what individual drill is, but when you start taking the things that you do in Indy and you take them to team in seven-on-seven, seven, and that's every quarterback, every guy that played the other day. Now, granted, I know they had the, they knew they weren't going to get hit and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but you could see just the fundamentals, even of the younger guys. It, it looked really good. I mean, it looked like they were taking it from practice 
to the game. And, you know, I think that's something, you know, to be said about that. I'm not saying Kendall. I don't know what Kendall did in Indy, but it just looks like fundamentally, we all know Dan is a fundamental junkie in a sense. I've heard that, and he's kind of a quarterback whisperer. But I just think that when you have a guy like that, every quarterback that's on the roster, he's going to help them get better. And I think that's the plus. I think every guy that plays quarterback on this team will get better under Dan Enos. And that's just the way I feel about it. I want to know what you think. Anyways, thanks, guys. Well, I think that, you know, they bring different things to the table. First of all, Arkansas's offense averaged 471 yards a game last year and did it with K.J. missing two games and really hobbled in another one. Like, probably shouldn't have played and still average that much yards. And you would take that pretty much every single year, wouldn't you? I mean, I would. Uh, now, there were other times where, you know, you wanted to pull your hair out if you have any. I don't. Um, with some of the third down calls, it, it just it drives you crazy when, you you know, you throw behind the line to gain. Um, you know, and, and I understand there are times where, you know, you're playing you, and you know you're going to run a fourth down play. Um, but – you know, there were other times where that was it just got a little frustrating seeing that. Um, you know, sometimes you feel like you were in a rhythm with Kendall and and then something cute would come and it would just blow up the whole series. So, you know, with Enos, he's just, you know, he's a former quarterback, um, played quarterback in college. You know, Kendall has just a little bit different kind of background. I think Kendall was a safety in college uh, but and played quarterback, I think, in high school. But – uh, Enos was a former college quarterback. He's been coaching for 30-something years. And I think just, you know, those nuances, technical things of playing quarterback, you know, I think that's probably where we'll see if he's as good a play caller because Kendall, Kendall Browse is a pretty, pretty good play caller. I mean, you get frustrated with the guy the more you know him. I mean, that's just the way it is in, in college sports. Uh, but Enos was, uh, you know, we'll see if he's as good a play caller, but he's – you know, technically, he's he knows what he's doing. All right, Trey, let's talk with uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Trey, I've been listening to you for a, a few days. I even watched your walk and talk after the spring game. Mm-hmm. You mentioned some of the, I guess, needs that we have, and you, you mentioned tight ends. And yeah. I know we lost Trey Knox when Gal um, Loggins went to South Carolina. But I also remember us getting three really big tight ends out of high school. Did we keep all those three? And if we if we did, is it is it more of an issue of they just haven't developed, they hadn't put on the weight, or what? What is it that it's, we're needing out of a, a tight end spot right now? Right. So you, they didn't Thank keep Jaden Ham. Uh, I think they, you know, just kind of had a change of direction, basically. Uh, but they kept Shamar Easter. He has not enrolled yet. So he'll be a little bit behind. Um, Luke Haz is going to play for him a lot. I think Easter will too. But the thing with those guys, you know, Luke Haz goes about 226 pounds. And he can, for 226, he'll hit as hard as any 226 out there. I promise that. But they're going to run some 12 personnel. And they just need, they need, in my opinion, some veteran tight ends that can block and sneak out and catch a pass. And I don't know if they really have that in an inline guy right now. A guy that's a threat in the passing game and can block. So I would say look for them to try to get two. 
two veteran tight ends. I think it'll happen. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's TreyVideoBlogSports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.